Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of the first book of Kings, that is Malachim Aleph. We are up to chapter 4, that is Perak Dalid. <coughs> we have um, completed at the end of chapter 3 the story of how Solomon, Shlomo HaMelech, um, asked God for wisdom and how he demonstrated that wisdom in the famous case of the son of one of two prostitutes and how he determined who the true mother was. <coughs> and we continue in chapter 4 discussing Solomon building his kingdom. So we remember also at the beginning of chapter 3 we mentioned how he one of his first diplomatic initiatives was forming an alliance with one of the most powerful nations on the earth at that time, which was with the Pharaoh in Egypt, by and cementing that that alliance by uh, marrying his daughter. Now, after that short um, mention of his foreign policy, we're going to discuss his domestic policy and how he wisely built the kingdom. So, Vayi HaMelech Shalomo Melech Al Kol Yisrael, the King Solomon was king over all of Israel, <coughs> meaning all the tribes, unequivocally, undisputed, king over everyone. The northern tribes, Judah, and everyone. And these were his officers, the officials of his court. Azar Yahu ben Tzadok HaKohen. First there was Azar Yahu, who was the son of Tzadok, whether this is the Tzadok, which we mentioned before, and this was his son, or this was another Tzadok, that being a common name of, of Kohanim, of priests, Either way, he was the high priest, the leader of the established religion. Elichoref va'achia b'neishisha sofrim. These two men, Elichoref and Achia, who were the sons of someone named Shisha, they were the scribes. Presumably a scribe is the one who writes uh, the king's edicts, um, uh, who, you know, um, and... And records them, etc. Yehoshaphat ben Achilud Hamazkir, and the recorder, the Mazkir, was Yehoshaphat ben Achilud. Presumably, this is the one who records all of the events of the king's court, the comings and goings, and and the proceedings, and so on. Uh, that's just an assumption that that's the difference between Sof, a Sofer and a Mazkir. Although that's not, that's just a um, um, what I'm assuming may or may not be correct. We've heard a lot about him. He was the trusty general. <coughs> he, was the, he was Solomon's general over the army. There were another two priests by the name of Tzadok. Again, this is a common name of priests and Evyatar. Presumably, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> this is not the same Evyatar who was banished from being a Kohen, we just learned two chapters ago that Eviatar was banished from ever serving as a priest again. Presumably, this is another uh, person by that same name. Azariyohvenason was in charge of those, literally, Nitzavim are those who, who were standing, meaning these are the ones who stood. Uh, the 12 uh, prefects or governors of the various regions which we are going to read about. And they together formed the council of 12 governors of the regions. This again demonstrates a wise um, plan by King Solomon to divide up the country into regions so he, and appoint a governor in charge of each one. And uh, in charge of that entire council of 12 was this Azariyahu, the son of Natan. Who knows if this Natan is the same as Natan Navi, the prophet? There's no way to know that. 
Vizavud ben Natan, and there's another one, a son of Natan, uh, whether that's the same Natan or not is unclear, but his name was Zavud. He was a Kohen, he was also a priest, but his position here is not being mentioned as a priest. He was the friend of the king. Um, he was the king's right-hand man, so to speak. He was um, the hand of the king, so to speak. And there was a man by the name of Achishar who was in charge of the palace. And the chief treasurer in charge of the taxes or mas could also mean of the laborers that were forced into labor, that, that had to labor for the king. Adoni Ram ben Avdal was in charge of that force, or mas here could mean tax, but whatever it is, it means something that the people are obligated to give to the king, whether it's their labor or their money or both. Uli Shlomo, and Shlomo had Shnei Masar Nitzavim, 12 uh, um, uh, governors, uh, I'll call Yisrael, that ruled over all of Israel. And they supported the king and his house. Each month of the year, a different one was in charge of funding, of raising the taxes and labor necessary to support the king's uh, palace and government. Each, one, each month, there was another one that was in charge of providing uh, support and supplies for the king's house. Now these 12 immediately brings up the, uh, the thought of the 12 tribes, but the 12 regions did not necessarily, to, to some degree, corresponded a little bit with the tribes, but not completely. It seems like Solomon was demonstrating that the country is unified. We're not 12 separate tribes, but there are 12 regions, which makes sense. So he drew the lines in a different way than the actual tribal boundaries. In some cases, it did follow tribal boundaries, as we shall see, but in many cases, it did not. Um, how exactly he divided them is, is, is not re related in the verses, whether it was by uh, geography or, or population, it's, 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 it's uh, unclear. And these were the names of the 12 um, governors or the 12 governed regions. What, they were each named after Ben, after the, the family that ruled them, Ben-Hur, the son of Hur, Bahar uh, Ephraim. They didn't give him a name because his significance here was not in his personhood. The significance was in his um, uh, uh, ruling over this region and being a part of the family of Hur. They ruled over the mountain of Ephraim. So here you see it does correspond with, with a, a, uh, a tribal boundary. However, the next one, Ben-Deker, this uh, region made up the towns of Makatz, Shalvim, and Beit Shemesh, Ve'elon and Elon, Beit Hanan and Beit Hanan. So these these were other towns that made up the region that was ruled by Ben Deker, a son of the family of Deker. Ben Chesed. So that did not correspond with uh, tribal boundaries. The next one also did not. Ben Chesed Ba'arubot. Lo Soho Vuchal Eretz Chefer. He ruled over the town of Soho and the region of Chefer. Ben Aminadov, the son of Avinadov, called Nafat Dor, the, the region of Dor, the region of the um, Nafat Dor. Tofat Bachlomo, Hoysaloli Ishan. He happened to marry into the family, the royal family of Shlomo. He married the daughter of Shlomo, uh, with this son of Avinadov, who ruled that area.
the son of Achilud, here for reasons which are unclear, not mentioned in the verse, it states his actual name, not just the family name. He ruled over Ta'anach and Megiddo, behold Beit Shan, and the area of Beit Shan, Asher Eitzel Tzortano, which was near the area of Tzortano, Mitachat Yisrael, which is beneath, below the Jezreel, the valley, Mi Beit Shan, Ad Avel Nechola, from the area of Beit Shan, all the way to Avel Nechola, Ad Me'ever Liyok Me'am, to all the way to the other side of Yok Me'am. This was his region. Then Ben Gever, Birmot Gilad, he <coughs> ruled over the heights of Gilad, Lo Chavot Yoir Ben Menashe, he ruled over the area, the plains, or the villages actually, of Yoir, the son of Menashe, Asher Ba Gilad, which was in the Gilad region. We heard much about these in the books of Judges and Samuel. Lo Chevel Argov Asher Babashan, he also ruled over the, the strip of land which was in Argov, which was in the area that was Bashan. <coughs> Shishim Harim Gedolos, there were 60 large cities, Choma Uvriach Nechoshes, each city surrounded by a wall and secured by a door that was bolted with an iron bolt um, or bronze bolt. Achinadav Benido Machanoima. In Machanoim, the area of Machanoim was ruled over by Achinadav, the son of Ido. Achimatz ben Naphtali, and Achimatz ruled over Naphtali. This, this is an <coughs> area of. Um, which is uh, 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 corresponds with a tribal territory of Naphtali. He also married one of Shlomo's daughters, a, a woman by the name of Basmat. He ruled over Asher, the land owned by the tribe of Asher, and Alot, the area called, uh, I'm sorry, Bi'alot. The area called Bi'alot. Yoshafat ben Paruach bi Yisachar. He ruled over Yisachar, which does correspond with the tribal boundary. Shimi ben Elab Vinyamin. This name Shimi was probably a common name in the tribe of Benjamin, as we know the famous Shimi ben Gera, who was from the tribe of Benjamin, who was executed by Solomon, uh, by Shlomo HaMelech uh, earlier on. But this was a different man by the name of Shimi who ruled over Binyamin. Gever ben Uri Eretz Gilad, Eretz Sichon Melchamri. He ruled over the land of Gilad, which was the land which had once belonged to Sichon, the king of the Amori of the Amorites. For Og and Og, the king of the Bashan of the area called Bashan, and um, and Unetziv Echad Asher Ba'aretz, and he also ruled over one of the. Um, there was another. Nitziv, another officer, I'm sorry, uh, an, another officer who ruled over everyone. And that presumably that's the same Nitziv that we said was the, the guard, the, the, the head of the council of 12. So he listed 12. Uh, and this last one, Gareth Gever Ben Uri, ruled over the land that had once belonged to Sichon and Og that was conquered by Moshe, by Moses, uh, before they entered the land and crossed the Jordan River. <coughs> um, but this Gever bin Uri was the ruler over that area. And then there was one more person in charge of the whole group. Yehudavi Yisrael Rabim Kachol Asher Halayam. The people of Yehuda, the people of Judah, and the people of Israel were many. So although they were all united and divided into 12 groups, not based on tribal boundaries, there's still two distinct groups, Yehuda and Israel, And this is something that is unfortunately the case and is going to cause problems later and has already caused many problems until now 
But now they were united under Shlomo, and there were many of them, as many as the sea uh, that is at the shores of the, the, the as the sand that is at the shores of the sea. Larov, that's how many there were. Ochlim v'shosim, they had food to eat, they had wine to drink, usmechim, and they were happy. The people were satisfied, and Shlomo was ruling over a prosperous kingdom. This is the impression we're supposed to get from studying chapter four together from seeing how Shlomo started to make moves to build a, an international alliances with, with Egypt. He um, set the people in charge that needed to be in charge. He had an entire system of governance, councils, army. Um, um, uh, he was wise and, and administered wise and just justice, and the people were happy and prosperous. That concludes chapter 4. Looking forward, of course, to studying chapter 5 and, of course, the rest of this book of Kings together with you and have a wonderful day.